Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day of the week, keeping us in God's Word. Only about 13 minutes each day, but it keeps us in God's Word, keeps us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual life. And that's important because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So it helps us to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith day by day as we stay in God's Word. You know people in your life who need to turn their lives around, don't you? They need to start thinking about their soul's salvation, about their relationship with God. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. By getting them into God's Word on a consistent basis, you may help them get to heaven. What a great blessing for them. But it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment. Start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about seven dangerous nations. And people would automatically come up with names of different nations from a geographical perspective that they would say, oh, those are dangerous nations. They might name nations such as China and Russia and North Korea, maybe Iran and Iraq and Syria, and maybe several others, depending on who you're talking about. But others, may they may think about nations that in and of themselves may not be threats as nations, but they might say it's dangerous to live in those places, or at least in some parts of those nations. And so they might say, again, you know, Russia, they might add Ukraine to that right now, China, and they might say, uh, oh, different nations in the Middle East, that can be dangerous to live there if you're, if you're an open practicing Christian. Uh, maybe some nations in Africa, some parts of Mexico, maybe some parts of Venezuela, but then many would also say, yeah, yeah. And in the United States, there are a bunch of big cities in which it is dangerous to live because of the crime and violence going on in those cities. And, and we'd have to shake our head. Yeah, you're right about that. But we're not really talking from this particular perspective of national identities and saying, that's a dangerous nation. You've got to be on guard about, uh, against them. They're, you know, a warmongering nation. Or, or even, that's a dangerous nation there because they've got a lot of violence going on and maybe civil, maybe civil war going on and, and all of that and a lot of wickedness and, and evil just taking place there. We're talking about, and, and of course, I'm making a play on words. The first, first dangerous nation among these seven that I want to bring out was abominations. There are things, there are practices, there is sinfulness, there is evil that are called abominations in God's word, abominations to God. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 9 through 13. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19. And then we talked about contamination. Well, we're not talking about being contaminated with you know, nuclear fallout or toxic chemicals or even bacteria and, and viruses. We're talking about contamination by the ways of the world, being contaminated with ungodliness that is really characteristic of how our world is right now, and even our nation. Then we talked about procrastination. And of course, that's putting things off that we need to do and James said in James chapter 4 and verse 17, for him who knows what is right to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. And so how many people 
procrastinate and put off becoming Christians because they're not quite yet ready to make that commitment to turn away from the ways of the world. They're contaminated. They're living in the contamination of of worldliness. They're not quite ready to leave that and make the commitment to really live the Christian life before God. Procrastination. And how many people end up dying never having gotten out of their procrastination, never having become a Christian? Well, the fourth dangerous nation is discrimination. Discrimination. Now, discrimination comes in many forms and from a lot of different directions and from a lot of different mindsets. It's an enemy of peace and unity. If you talk about discrimination to some people, they're probably going to relate that to whatever form or direction of discrimination that they have experienced, some discrimination against them, or what they see among people around them or in the places where they live. But it's different in different places, different nations, different even different in different parts of our country. There are people in the United States who have always lived in big cities, and they kind of look down on people who live in rural areas. There are people in the North who are discriminating in their mind against people from the South, and vice versa, people in the South who look down on people from the North. There are people from East Coast and West Coast who really, they look down, they discriminate in their mindset against people who live in what we would call flyover country, the Midwest, the more open areas and the smaller cities. There are people who are more educated, who are really, they're prejudiced against people who don't have as much education as they do. And some of the people who may not have that much education, they may be prejudiced against people, discriminate against people who they look at and say, yeah, that's some hoity-toity, you know, uh, egotistical, you know, person who thinks they know everything. They've got these all these degrees on their sleeves and so on. Well, see, it comes from all different directions. Now, of course, there's racial discrimination, but there's also discrimination on the basis of religion in some parts of the world. In fact, that is a very prominent form of discrimination. Well, what should be our mindset about discrimination? God created all of us in his image with a soul. In Genesis chapter 1, beginning with verse 26, we read, on that final day of creation, God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Every one of us, all of humanity, is created in the image of God with a soul, a spiritual being within our physical bodies. Now, that makes us unique from everything else that is alive on this earth, everything else that exists on this earth. If we're all created in God's image, we need to recognize that God created us that way for a reason, and we need to not be discriminating against some people we know who may not be just like us, maybe in education, maybe in appearance, 
maybe in where we live or how we eat or whatever it might be. Now, we need to care about people's souls, and we need to teach the truth to people about forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ, but we need to do that in love. We need to do that in love, not in prejudice. When Jesus was asked by some of his challengers in Matthew chapter 22 and verse 37, what is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And then he followed that up and said, and the second is like unto it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Matthew chapter 22, verse 39. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Have you thought about that? Do you practice that kind of appreciation? respect, love for your neighbor? Do you love your neighbor as yourself? Do you recognize that, that you are created in the same image that they're created before God? And that is with the soul? That you're both spiritual beings? In Galatians chapter 3 and verse 28, the apostle Paul wrote this, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Now, Paul's talking there about Christians specifically, but you can make the broader application and say, we're all created in God's image. Now, we all need to come to God through Jesus Christ because Jesus said that's the only way to God, John 14 and verse 6, only through him. But we're all created in God's image with a soul. And as Christians in particular, there needs to be no discrimination. That's one of those dangerous nations. When we think about that, now notice Romans chapter 2. And verse 12, I'm sorry, verse 11, Paul writes, there is no partiality with God. What's that word partiality mean? We understand. No prejudice. Now, is God going to hold us all accountable individually? Absolutely. As we've said many times in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10, God's word says that we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ every single one of us, every individual person, and give account of the things done in the body, how we've lived our life on this earth. Give account for the things that we've done in the body, whether good or bad. Every single one of us is going to be held accountable for how we live in this world, but we're going to be judged without partiality. And that's what what Paul is bringing out in Romans chapter 2 and verse 11. There is no partiality with God. God is not prejudiced. God is not a God of discrimination. And so when we see discrimination all around us, practiced in whatever form it might be that we, that we observe, we need to not be a part of that. Seven dangerous nations, we've looked at four of them. Abominations, 
things that are abominations before God because of their evil. Contamination, we need to never become contaminated with the ways of the world. We need to live godly lives. Procrastination, we need to not put off what we ought to be doing according to God's will. Discrimination, we need to not take part in discrimination. We need, as Jesus said, to love our neighbor as ourself. We need to think, don't we? Seven dangerous nations. We'll look at the next one next time. And let's pray. Father in heaven, we come to you at this time asking you, please help us to think carefully about how we live our lives, how we set our mind about others and toward others, how we treat them. Help us, Father, to not be caught up in discrimination against others. Help us, Father, to love our neighbor as ourself and to thereby show your love through our lives to the people around us and help people see you and Christ through us and come to you through that influence. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.